0: Exploring beauty standards, it's impossible to ignore the elephant in the room, and that is social media with its 24-7 parade of perfectly filtered lives, and you know, you have the most glittering star of the show, which is, you've guessed it, Instagram. Now, let's not demonize the social media that's out there entirely, because quite frankly, when you think about it, it does have its virtues. It's connecting us with the loved ones that we care about. It inspires creativity, and it's even providing access to diverse perspectives. I mean, that's not such a bad thing. But the key lies in its mindful use in understanding that social media is a tool, not a yardstick for self-worth. Hello, WTF friends, and welcome to another episode of Unscripted Pivots. I'm your host, Danielle Sprouls. This podcast is for women who are all about taking the unexpected turns in life and making them into something empowering and life-changing. I am thrilled you chose to spend time with me today. And with all the other listeners out there, do you know with each passing week, our vibrant community continues to expand, and I'm so grateful for that. Today, we're exploring a topic that subtly affects all of us in one way or another. That topic is self-image. To set the ball rolling, let's draw upon the insightful words of the remarkable Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor once said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Can I get an amen to that, right? Self-image is like a mirror. It is reflecting our perceptions about our physical attractiveness, our emotional stability, our intelligence, even our social skills, and our professional value. Yes, that's a lot. Don't we know it? There are numerous topics that are buzzing out there around self-image, and I want to go over a few today. For instance, consider the double-edged sword of social media societal beauty standards. I mean, who makes these standards anyway? Not me, certainly not you. There's our mental health, our professional performance, and then there's the classic one, gender bias. Today, first on our agenda, let's think about what it means for there to be beauty standards. That's a really big one for a lot of people, isn't it curious how these standards, they tend to be universal, like there's a one-size-fits-all, as if we are cut from the same cloth? Yet yeah, In this wonderfully diverse world where every woman is as unique as her fingerprint, we're somehow expected to be fitting and squeezing into the same mold. Yeah, this strangeness becomes all too real when you consider the statistic from Dove. Dove reports that only a measly 4% of women globally see themselves as beautiful. Now isn't that staggering? I can't get my head around it. That's the equivalent of standing in a room full of radiant diamonds and declaring only a handful as precious. Let's take another spin on that analogy. Imagine if every diamond were cut exactly the same. Sure, they'd still sparkle, but where would the charm be? It's their unique cuts and flaws that make each diamond captivating and priceless, right? I mean, you know, the same applies to us, doesn't it not? Our individuality, our quirks, our so-called imperfections, right? These are what make us stunningly, powerfully beautiful. I'll admit, there was a time that I did not, quite frankly, subscribe to this philosophy, You know, the truth is, I used to view certain traits that I inherited from my mom, like her wide calves or the broad back. Um, I have some weird dark spots on my leg as I get older. And, you know, these I saw as flaws, as flaws rather than unique aspects of my identity. But you know what? After her passing about seven years ago, seeing these traits in my reflection feels like an embrace from her, a reminder of our unbreakable bond. It helped me embrace these characteristics with fondness and even gratitude. Now, let's shift gears and talk about motherhood. Having gone through four pregnancies myself, I can tell you that it's a wild ride, especially for our bodies. It's like a beautiful uh, stormy tornado that rearranges everything, often in ways we did not anticipate, The impact may not be immediate after birth, but as the years roll on and gravity decides to join the party, we sometimes look at our bodies and wonder if they're really our own. But here's the thing. Why do we critique ourselves so harshly? Why is there this incessant desire to look as if we hadn't experienced the fullness of life, the joys and the challenges that... Pregnancies and the aging that make our journey uniquely ours. You know, in these glorious years filled with life's highs and lows that have sculpted us into the woman we are today, that is something to celebrate, not hide. So, ladies, isn't it about time that we kicked these narrow standards to the curb and carved out our own definitions of beauty? Our beauty is not a democracy. It's a personal declaration. And it's time that we reclaimed that power. When we were exploring beauty standards, it's impossible to ignore the elephant in the room. And that is social media with its 24-7 parade of perfectly filtered lives. And, you know, you have the most glittering star of the show, which is, you've guessed it, Instagram. Instagram, beneath its glossy surface, hides a less glamorous reality. You may be surprised, or not, to know that Instagram has been rated as the most harmful app for mental health and well-being. Think about it. We're constantly bombarded with images of perfection, flawlessly posed bodies, idyllic travel destinations, and even picture-perfect meals. These visuals create an implicit standard of quote unquote normal, that's anything but. And it's easy, all too easy to start comparing ourselves to behind the scenes with these highlight reels. Now, let's not demonize the social media that's out there entirely because quite frankly, when you think about it, it does have its virtues. It's connecting us with the loved ones that we care about It inspires creativity, and it's even providing access to diverse perspectives. I mean, that's not such a bad thing. But the key lies in its mindful use, in understanding that social media is a tool, not a yardstick for self-worth. Hello, my WTF friends. I've got a quick empowering question for you. Ever find yourself wondering if you're truly leveraging the full scope of your abilities in your professional life? I'm Danielle Sprouls, your ally in navigating the unique challenges many women face, from mastering public speaking to personal branding and navigating the complex terrain of gender inequity in corporate culture. At Unscripted Pivots, we transform your ambitions into reality through personalized coaching, accountability, and innovative problem-solving, I'm here to catapult your career and help you make a significant mark in your industry. Ready to ascend to greater heights in your career? Well, visit unscriptedpivots.com and let's start a conversation that celebrates and elevates your ambition. So maybe it's time for a shift How about swapping those endless scrolls for restorative strolls? Hmm. Connecting with the world outside of the screens. Could we perhaps use social media less as a window into other lives and more as a platform for genuine connection, positive influence, and even self-expression? You know, it's a thought worth pondering, don't you think? Now let's press further and consider the correlation between hmm, self-image and, let's say, work performance. Take, for example, Serena Williams. Hey, she's one celebrated tennis player. Everybody knows Serena. Despite Serena's highly successful career, she was faced with severe body-shaming comments. However, Serena decided she was going to use it as fuel. She was reshaping her self-image into that of a resilient, powerful woman. Her unwavering belief in herself and her abilities is a testament to how positive self image can help us overcome hurdles and perform at our peak. The problem is when society, media, or sometimes our own minds make us feel less than, it impacts our motivation, confidence, and eventually our performance. But how do we change this narrative? Well, first we could make a conscious effort to cultivate a healthy self-image, celebrate your achievements, be your biggest cheerleader, (laughs) and silence that inner critic with affirmations and self-love. Second, we should also lean in on our supportive networks. This includes your mentors, it includes your colleagues, friends, and family, you know, people who see our potential even when we don't ourselves. And thirdly, let's not forget the important part that organizations play in this aspect of self-image because businesses, you know, they need to foster an environment where diversity is valued, where everyone feels seen and heard and even appreciated. This includes resources for mental health, promoting body positivity, rooting out any biases in hiring and promotion processes. We must all remember, our self-image is not a reflection of who we are. It's a reflection of our thoughts about ourselves. And you know what? Thoughts can be changed, ladies. Consider this empowering quote from Maya Angelou, the renowned poet and civil rights activist. Maya famously, famously said, if you don't like something... Change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Hmm. Now, let's bravely confront the looming issue we can no longer ignore. Yeah, I'm talking about gender bias. Consider this: a 2018 study by Lenin Org and Mackenzie and Company revealed a startling fact. They found that women, especially those just starting out in their career journey, are less likely to ascend the ladder into managerial roles. Now, stop for a moment and absorb that. Despite all our advancements and progress, we're still dealing with this age-old bias where capable, talented women are being bypassed for leadership roles. That's a stark reminder that the glass ceiling, though cracked, is far from shattered. So, what do we do about all this? Well, ladies, it's time we leaned into our power, but more than that, it's time we owned it. Because this is not just about getting a seat at the table. It's about knowing we belong there, about setting our place, not waiting for an invitation. And I believe that change is possible. It starts with each of us as individuals rejecting the narrative that we're less than, or just not ready. But it also extends to organizations. Companies need to actively foster gender diversity, ensure fair opportunities, and dismantle unconscious biases in their processes. It's about creating an environment where a woman in a leadership role is not the exception, but the norm. An environment where a woman is recognized not as a female boss, but simply a boss. Because let's be honest, ladies, the title looks mighty fine on us. Let's wear it with pride and inspire the next generation to do the same. There are many great books out there all about our self-image. One that I read and enjoyed was The Gifts of Imperfection, Let Go of Who You Think You Are Supposed to Be and Embrace Who You Are by Brene Brown. Brene has spent decades studying vulnerability, courage, authenticity, and shame. In The Gifts of Imperfection, she combines her research findings with personal experiences to present 10 guideposts on the power of wholehearted living, a way of engaging with the world from a place of worthiness. Each guidepost explores how to cultivate the courage, compassion, and connection to wake up in the morning and think, no matter what gets done and how much is left undone, I am enough. Brown's key message is that her imperfection is not a flaw, but a gift. She encourages readers to let go of the idea of being quote-unquote perfect and instead embrace their vulnerabilities. This can lead to a more content, fulfilled life. The book has been received exceptionally well, with readers praising Brown's authenticity, her empathy, and profound understanding of human emotions. Readers appreciate Brene's conversational writing style, which makes complex psychological concepts more relatable and digestible. Many have found this book to be a life-changing, just offering them a new perspective on their self-worth and the courage to be themselves. The Gifts of Imperfection is not just a book, but a tool for personal transformation. It's a must-read for anyone looking to break free from the societal pressures of perfectionism and embrace their true selves with their imperfections. I'll put a link in my show notes, so if you wish to check it out, you can buy it there. You know, thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I encourage each of you to share your stories, your experience, and your tips on how to maintain a positive self-image. Until next time, remember, every pivot in life is an opportunity for an unscripted adventure. See you soon. Before you go, I really want to thank you for joining me today. I really do appreciate you. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate and review Unscripted Pivots on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me improve and reach more listeners just like yourself. And remember to subscribe to stay updated on future episodes released every Wednesday morning. I have more great content and stories from WTF women coming your way. Until then... Hello, my WTF friends. I've got a quick, empowering question for you. Ever find yourself wondering if you're truly leveraging the full scope of your abilities in your professional life? I'm Danielle Sprouls, your ally in navigating the unique challenges many women face, from mastering public speaking to personal branding and navigating the complex terrain of gender inequity in corporate culture. At Unscripted Pivots, we transform your ambitions into reality. Through personalized coaching, accountability, and innovative problem solving, I'm here to catapult your career and help you make a significant mark in your industry. Ready to ascend to greater heights in your career? Well, visit unscriptedpivots.com and let's start a conversation that celebrates and elevates your ambition.